Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I am in Florida, in Naples, Florida, doing comedy all week at Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples. And uh, we got a great show today. We have Hector Lombard on the show, uh, Stefan Bonner and Phil Veroni are calling in together, and Angela Magana. Yes, so it's going to be a good show. Um, I want to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S. As a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals, and their produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Because Blue Apron ships the exact same amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, they are reducing food waste. Look, people, cooking together, fills, they build strong family bonds when you do that. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Those who spend a lot at restaurants or at high-end grocery chains can now spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal. Their upcoming meals are seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and Cubanelli pepper, as well as chili butter steaks with Parmesan potatoes and spinach. I'm telling you, me and my girl, my wife, I gotta call her my wife now. Me and my wife, we have Blue Apron night, and uh, I love cooking with her. It's so much fun. The food is delicious, and we we are we actually it's it's bonding. It's a bonding experience. I'm telling you, it's affordable. Uh, for less than ten dollars per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. They can get variety. You can choose them from a variety of new recipes for each week. It's, it's, you can be flexible. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. It's easy. I'm telling you, I am no emerald. I, I, I am not a good chef. But when it comes to this stuff, I can cook. And, uh, and I'm proud of myself. I am. It's guaranteed. Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash MMA roast. You will love how good it feels, tastes, and be able to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash MMA roast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Also, I want to thank uh, American Icon Autographs. They have the best signed collectibles. You need something signed. You want to get a celebrity, a fighter, a uh, I don't know, a WWE wrestler, an actor, a football player, baseball player, hockey player. These guys have it. American Icon Autographs. Check out their website, AIASE.com. They have the legends signing stuff. The legends. The, my friend Sean is uh, a great person. He, he runs it. He's good people. So anyway, so I'm traveling uh, yesterday. I was traveling all day. Um, I got stuck uh, because I was, it, it was such a pain in the butt because my flight, Chicago had bad weather. I was going from LA to Chicago to, to, to Florida and then the, the flight got grounded, which is, so it's always fun when you wake up from a flight, you think you're in Chicago, like, hey, we're in Milwaukee. You can't leave the plane. Well, you can leave, but you know what? We might leave without you. So then I had like six hours to kill, uh, but I watched the press conference. The press conference was awesome. The, the Mayweather McGregor, McGregor is so entertaining. He's funny. He's obviously winning the press conference, but you know what? When it's all said and done, you know, people aren't going to say, well, he got knocked out in the first round, but he won the first three press conferences. It's all about the fight. But if I'm Mayweather, I'm happy because this guy is selling the fight. I mean, he's selling it like, like I've never seen anybody sell a fight before. And, you know, McGregor is so confident. For a second, I almost believed he was going to win. I'm like, you know what? He is bigger. Mayweather does have a small head. But, look, De La Hoya couldn't beat him. Uh, Canelo couldn't beat him. Uh, Madonna couldn't beat him. Pacquiao couldn't beat him. Now we're saying the guy who did, who who just picked up boxing a couple of years ago, who uh, is now going to beat the best defensive boxer. I mean, it's crazy. It's insane. But he does have the confidence. He does have the size. And he does have the youth. But when it all come, all said and done, I don't care how good you're not beating Jordan Burroughs in wrestling, if because you you're a, a decent MMA wrestler or a great MMA wrestler, you're not beating Jordan Burroughs. You're not beating him. 
It's not going to happen in wrestling. You're not beating Kyle Snyder. Uh, so th- there's that. I, I don't. But at the same time, you do like to. It is fun to watch. It's entertaining as hell, and it's nice seeing Mayweather look a little shook. And it's good. To see, it's good for MMA because a lot of people are tuning into this. I mean, what thirty-five thousand people uh, showed up to, or thirty thousand they said it in LA, and then another fifteen thousand in Canada, and then New York's tonight. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. It's good for the sport. Uh, but I can't see this. I don't know. I'm sorry, Brendan Schaub. I know you said that McGregor's going to win. I don't see it happening. I don't see in what universe does a guy who's never had a pro or amateur boxing match beat the greatest defensive boxer of all time. When does that ever, how is that going to happen? But I'm rooting for him. I am rooting for him. I want him to win. Shit. Why wouldn't I want him to win? He's he he's it's he's definitely a guy who you know he sees it happening. He believes in himself. And uh, look, five years ago, the guy was a plumber, and I'm sure if he told the other plumbers, "Hey, I'm going to be the UFC champion one day in two divisions and and, and beat you know Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier and uh, Jose Aldo and Nate Diaz the second time," he would have got laughed out. The, the other plumbers, they'd be like, yeah, okay, dude, here's your, here's your plunger, get to work. And now look at him. So the guy is inspirational in that regard. I don't think he's going to win, but I am rooting for him. Anyway, let's get to uh, the real fighters. So we got Hector Lombard, we got Baroni and Stefan Bonner, we got Magana. It's going to be a great, great show. Uh, and uh, thank you. Thank you for listening to my show. Uh, By the way, next week, I am in Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, next Friday night, uh, Tucson, Arizona. Um, I'll tell you exactly where I'm going to be. And then I'm going to China. I'm going to China. How fucking cool is that? And no, I'm not. I'm doing it. The show's in American. I'm not all of a sudden. I'm not going to pick up um, and start speaking Chinese. So uh, anyway, uh, before I get to the people that I'm going to talk to, and uh, I'm excited because Hector's got a fight coming up. He'll tell you about it. He's fighting in December. Um, but before that, I, I do want to say that uh, I'm going to be in... Um, where am I? Next... I'm bringing it up right now. Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Next Friday night at the Desert Diamond Casino. Uh, then I'm going to China. And then in September... Um, I know. September, yeah. I'm in Linwood at the Cliffhanger Sports Bar and Restaurant. Uh, Thursday, I'm at the Angel of the Winds Casino. Saturday, Club Crow in Kashmir. I got some, also I'm in Washington on Friday. I'll, I'll post it. It's all at adamhunter.com. And in, uh, in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, the following uh, September 15th uh, and 16th, uh, I'm at Penguins Comedy Club. But anyway, thanks for listening. It's going to be a great podcast. Hope you guys are well. Take care. It's uh, Adam Hunter. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How are you doing? Good. What's up? I was just call- You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm just calling to say hello. Check it in on Phil Baroni. See what you're up to. What, what Bonner? Say hi to Bonner. Oh, Stephen Bonner. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How are you? You guys are looking good, man. I'm happy you guys are finally dating. <laughs> this? Uh, this is Adam Hunter. What's going on, man? Not, not much. Who's this? Adam Hi. Hunter, the comedian. Adam Hunter, MMA roasted. We we hung out. You did that video for me. Oh, oh yeah, the, the little guy. Yeah, yeah, the little guy. Exactly. Okay. Uh, unfo- oh, yeah. The, the, the naturally little guy. The naturally little guy. He got married to a hot wife before you went bald. That's true. <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely. I'm fighting every day, man. Me, me, me and Propecia are, uh, we're, we're, we're fighting, man. So, uh, I see, I, I see that. For that shit. Should we ring her? I'll text him our number. Hey, Propecia is bad for your, uh, 
your libido and your wiener and all that. Uh, uh, I, I know. On the sack. With her, you really should put more effort into performing well than keeping your hair. That's true. That's good. That's very true. That's very true. So, uh, so Stefan, how'd that wrestling match go that you were in? Um, oh, my God. It was a fucking shit show. It was awesome, though. I, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and at the time, I thought, I, this is before I went to the wrestling gym and trained anything. So I just went in there and thought, okay, I'll just touch far lightly with these guys. Thinking I was being uh, cool, but uh, apparently, no, I <laughs> I was being a dick. Uh, I was really rough. And then, uh, long story short, man, um, down to the last three guys, and I uh, was on the one guy's back. He was standing up. I had the hooks in and the choke sunk in. And the other guy that I just roughed up and choked out. Woke up and shoved me really hard from behind. I took a head first dive on the cement floor over the top rope. Oh my god! So like, yeah. Did, wait, did, did he know that you were really gonna put him to sleep? No. <laughs> no, it was like something he did out of spite. He was angry. You know, at the time I didn't know. I was just like, oh man, you know, I should have fucking grabbed that rope in time. My bad. But, like, everyone at the wrestling school is like, what the fuck, dude? That guy, like, shoved you maliciously. Like, you know how dangerous it is? Spilling over the top rope on the cement floor fucking head first. Could have broke your neck. Oh, my God. <laughs> are like, you, oh, really? Are you so going to do it again? Time I go, ah, I want, the, the guy wants to have me back on the show. He's going to uh, uh, set up a tag team match with me and Baroni. Against that guy and his friend. Oh, and no. And I can't wait. I play along, play along, play along. And he least expects a fucking liver shot. <laughs> Send him in field, field position. So, I mean, do you like the wrestling? Is it something that you're going to go into? Like, like more? Fuck yeah, dude. It was, it's fun. And we're getting all these offers. Just got an offer for a USO tour. Fucking pays really well. Just got an offer to go down Guadalajara. Guyana down in Central America there pays really well. Uh, yeah, they want us to call the action, then jump in and do a spot, and got an offer even next week to come by like an amateur MMA show and for an intermission do a little fucking uh, pro wrestling exhibit for like decent money. I could be in and out of there. They just want five minutes, you know. Oh, that's awesome! Like Good for you, man. Town. So I could go in and out in an hour, fucking. Yeah, but I'm having fun with it, man. Baroni's the man. Like, his uh, pro wrestling skills are great, so it makes it easy. Like, I just got to go in, I, like, kick people in the head and choke people, and Baroni does all the wrestling move moves. We're a tag team. I love it. I love it. I, I, I think you'd be great because you have such a playful energy. You're just like a, like, like a giant kid, you know? So I would be like, <laughs> this is perfect for you. It's a good good way to describe me <laughs> is your wife into it or no <laughs> my wife <laughs> yeah no he said is your wife uh into it like she no she doesn't watch mma or wrestling and she could care less for either of them but she's glad like i'm i'm kind of Doing something, you know. She, I, I, you know, she knows I've been kind of stale and bored lately. Good, 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 good. Now I know that Baroni was supposed to wrestle my friend Gina's brother, and the day of the match, he texts him saying, "I don't lose, NYBA," because he refused to lose and didn't show up. Now, Phil, if if they say you have to lose, are you going to lose? What? What? what you wait, wait, wait. Who's brother? Uh, Gina Mazzani, her brother, Dave Mazzani, he was supposed to lose to him, and the day of the match, Phil doesn't show up, and he writes, NYBA, I don't lose. No, right? I, I beat him. I beat Dave Mazzani. Yeah, correct him. I was supposed to lose, but I just didn't let it happen. I easily pick that guy. Oh, and you, and you said no way? No, I just went in a match and beat him up in the match. Okay, but so I'm saying, if they make you lose in pro wrestling, are you going to accept that or no? 
But that's the beauty of it. Like, you know, we get in there, maybe we're supposed to lose, and then we're in there, and, you know, I just decide to tap one, someone out. No one could stop me. <laughs> yeah, but then people aren't going to want to work with you guys again. So what? So what? It's <laughs> And plus, I don't really get us over in the whole wrestling world anyway. Who does that? Who does this sort of thing? What's the, what's the name of your tag team? The Real Shooters. Boom. <laughs> Come on, The like Real the Shooters? The Real Shooters. What about, what about, yeah, band, what about band Substance? What's that? What about calling yourselves Band Substance? Band Substance. That's that's a good one. <laughs> I like or the PED. I And now it's it's been fun because I've been fucking bored. I'll go to the gym. I don't have a reason to go. And now I have a reason to go lift weights. I got, I did. You know, I got a reason to I go in my, like, I'm amazed, like, walking, you know? it's I don't have to think. Like, hey, I'm not learning anything. It's not mentally stimulating. So yeah. now I just go in the MMA gym once a week, fuck around. Go to the pro wrestling gym a few times a week, fuck around. And actually learn stuff and kind of. It's stimulated mentally, and that's that's good for you. It's good for anyone. No, I think it's then, great, yeah, man. I, I, the weight room, and I got a reason to lift, and got Baroni here uh, training me in the in the weight room as well. How much strong I am? Yeah, he put up four hundred five for five reps the other day. Jesus, pound dumbbells, one hundred and forty pound dumbbells. Fuck. Yeah, and I'm. You see how big my dick is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, me and Baroni are Eskimo brothers, and uh, uh, they, they haven't been really giving you good results, man. Not, not very good feedback. I'm just saying. You're Eskimo brother. I don't get it. It, it, it means that you slept with the same girl. Baroni texted me one day going, hey, I hear you're dating what's-his-name. Uh, what, what, what's her name, right? And I go, yeah. And he goes, great. I'm uh I, I indirectly gave you crabs. I'm like, thanks, dude. Appreciate it, man. Like <laughs> <I'm an asshole. laughs> he's the he's the biggest gotta but whatever. Gotta read but whatever. No man, I'm really happy for you guys. I really think you guys will kill it in the wrestling world, for real. Like uh I mean first of all, you know, you guys are real... comedy. What was that? Hey, are we doing a I'm cast now? Yes. <laughs> we are to practice. That's my goal. That's my goal. Alright, bye bye. Yo, later guys. Good. How are you, Hector? Oh, fuck you, yeah, man. That's good. I will be, um, is it working now? Yeah, now it's working. Uh, you were telling me before the last time, God dang, that you you got a fight coming up December 16th? Yeah, September 16th, uh, the baseball card. Against Anthony Lionheart Smith? Yeah. Yes, who's uh, primarily a, uh, a striker, good Muay Thai guy, he's got some good power. Are, 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 we, are we concerned about him at all? Nah, no, man. I, um, I'm, happy for, I'm happy, for, uh, happy for the fight, so I'm good. Nice. Have you ever fought in Pittsburgh before? No, never. Oh, Pittsburgh fans are the worst. Uh, I like Pittsburgh, but they're sports fans. They're, they're insane. Uh, well, more Philly. But they, they, they'll start, they're just crazy. They're just crazy, crazy, crazy. So, uh, Hector, what are your thoughts about the whole, Hector, about the whole Mayweather and McGregor thing? Uh, it's good for Danny. It's good for Danny, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good, uh, it's good for, uh, Floyd, uh, it's good for Floyd, uh, it's good for, uh, 
corner, making a lot of money. Do you think Connor has any chance of winning? I don't see so much, but yeah, who knows? You know, fight, fight. You know, anything can happen. But I mean, I just but, like I, I want Connor to win. Um, I like Connor, and you know, he talks a great game. He is bigger than him, but. I mean, the best boxers in the world couldn't hurt Floyd. How could Connor? Exactly. I agree with you. Who are you going to root for? I, I'm always been rooting for uh, Mayweather. <laughs> you know, uh, all my friends know that. Um, I kind of like. I don't know about the fight, you know, it's basically, you know, I don't really, don't really have any interest, so yeah. I'm always winning, to be honest. Um, I like, I like, yeah, I like Pona, I like Pona Fabrego, and, uh, and, uh, and I like uh, Floyd, so. Right. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, now, how's how's Yoel doing? I know you and Yoel are very close. How's he doing? How's he taking the loss against Whitaker? Not close, no matter. Hmm. I know. But um, you know, I uh, you know, I don't think that uh, if you if you are a Christian, you know, as you always preach. That you are, you know. Don't don't they say in the Christianity, if you somebody slap you, you should give your cheek, you know, and allow them to slap you from the other one. Crazy, huh? Do you think Yoel should have planned it differently? I mean, did you like? Obviously, you thought he was going to win that fight. I thought he was going to win that fight too. Uh, although I did, w I worried that if it got past three rounds, maybe he he would gas. Do you think he should have paced himself a little better? I mean, I told everybody about about Whitaker. He, uh, you know, I know that kid for a long time, and I told everybody that Whitaker is not a joke. So don't take me lately, because there's a lot of people at the gym that stop saying like, oh, it's gonna be easy for it's gonna be a KO quick. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I know that since he was since he was 15 years old, he used to fight for a promotion for a, for the CFC promotion, and we picked him up from there, and he won a lot of fights. And I knew that he was going to be a champion at one point. So I mean, I love Whitaker. Yeah. Very humble kid, you know. Stay true, you know, to his wife, to his family, to his friends. You know, what else can I say? You know, right, about right, kid, right. You know? What do you think of uh, Bisbing after the fight? What, what do I think about Bisping? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I think about Bisping. I know he's a dickhead. I mean, um, so I was not impressed, you know, on, on um, throwing the belt. But, you know, Whitaker did something that Bisping didn't, did it? You know, he showed you know, show up and he fought a, a guy that Bisping didn't want to fight. Let's face it. Bisping never want to fight Romero. You know, first he he bring up he brought up like, you know he was going to fight this fight um against the one seventy against um GSP, and then he wanted to set up another fight with uh Woodley, and then you know finally he ended up you know getting injured somehow. I mean, come on. Now, do you think Bisping so, uh, beats Whitaker? Nah, no way. Nah, I gotta put I, I gotta put my money on Whitaker. I like Bisping though. I mean, he Bisping's a friend of mine. I think if you know him, he's a different guy. You know. Uh, I mean, I know you like Bisping. You know, I, I like you, and I had nothing against that. I mean, yeah, that's that's how it is. You know. Well, you know what it was. He 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 came to my show. He was real nice, and then at the end of the show. He helped me put away chairs. I mean, there's a guy who's the champion of the world helped me put away chairs at this little bar. 
And I was like, man, this, this is a good guy right here. After he did that, I was like kind of sold on him. I'm like, <laughs> you know. Okay, you know, I mean, um, there, there's, nothing, there's nothing about nice um, um, bringing uh, a flag of, of the guy's country. I mean, um, right. not because, you know, I really, I really care about that because, you know, to be honest, yeah, uh, Cubans, they never freaking bang any shit for me anyways. Right. You know, Cubans, they never support me. And I'm going to tell you, you know, a small story. When I was going to um, um, compete for the, for the Bellator Championship, I went to the owner of the Materba, okay? Um, and uh, I asked him for a small uh, sponsorship money, $3,000. And, uh, you know, he was, he was telling me, like, how much money he, he gives away. And he was telling me how much property he has. And he was telling me that, uh, you know, he bought another factory and, you know, he's selling, he's going through the roof and, you know, he sponsored uh, this actor that, you know, he gave it $3,000. And I said, listen, I don't want that much money. I just want you to support me $3,000. I'm going to put the logo all over my shirt. And, you know, the banner's going to be packed with Cubans. So you definitely got to get your money back. He told me, like, I'm out about this. But he was Cuban. Wow. So, Yeah. Saturday. So, you know, I never had any, I never had any support for any for any Cubans anyway, whether it's um you know, um a trainer or fighter or people in general, they don't really support me. They they actually didn't support Romero either. You know, he was fighting you got a guy who signing for the world championship of the world and that place that place was empty. There was no Cuban. Can you imagine if that would happen to uh, Conor McGregor? You know, I mean, Ireland comes out in support. I mean, do you think it's the Cuban government that doesn't support its people or the Cuban businesses or just the people in general? Hey, listen, once, once you are to Cuba, this is a whole totally uh, different ballgame, Adria. Okay? You know, um, you know, that's why you leave. That's why you leave uh, Cuba because you don't support, you know, what they do over there. So once you're here, you support, you're supposed to support your, your Cuban, your Cuban family, your Cuban athletes, your Cuban, your Cuban people. You support, you're supposed to support it. So, you know, and, I, uh, but I mean, is your gripe with the Cubans that are already in America that don't support, uh, like Romero and you? I mean, I mean, to be honest, I never had any, any, any Cubans supporting me, to be honest, yeah. Um... You can you can see like you know Cubans writing all shit all all over the internet, and you know I get comments like, hey, you know I'm Cuban, I'm Cuban like him, I'm a Cuban myself, and I hate that guy. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that is strange. That I mean that's that's weird. How did a, you would think that you know people that also defected from Cuba that they would actually support other Cubans that are making it and doing really well. That is strange how Romero didn't have the support. And, you know, he's accomplished so much, not only in wrestling and fighting. And same with you, Hector. I mean, you've you made it to the the, 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 the pinnacle of the sport. I mean, you were the champion of Bellator. And, and in the UFC, you know, two of those fights, two, maybe two out of three of your last fights with Magny and Henderson could have easily went your way. I mean, easily if they would have stopped him on time. But. Yeah, uh, it is what it is, you know. I just really pissed off. I really pissed off about, you know, the Cuban community, they don't get together, especially when, you know, an MMA fighter comes. And, you know, they start to support, they start to support it. They, it's not about just going up there and support the guy with the flag and, you know, screaming and getting into a fight if it's possible for the guy that, you know, comes from the same country that you came from, you know, came from the same place that you struggled. You know, I'm saying, you know, how, how hard is, you know, for an athlete like us to put up and put hard training in your body for so many times of, of punishment, you know, so much time of punishment, you know, in your body, in, in your head, and stuff like that. And they, ain't freaking, you know, they can't even freaking support you financially or even like they, you know, in, 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 behind the computer. 
That is weird. It's okay. No, you're right. I don't understand why they're not uh, more supportive. It doesn't make any sense. What about the Cuban women? I mean, those are some hot women. Are they at least supportive? Like, I know you're you're a married guy now, but before. Uh, you know, this is not about women, it's not about. And to be honest, you know, I'm just kind of talking to this, you know. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine if somebody's roof up um, the Alice flat? First, we're going to get kicked out of the UFC, that's for sure. Yeah. And second, uh, people won't be able to leave that venue. Because the Alice, you know, I have my friend, okay, my friend is Alice, right? Right. And he never, he never done MMA. Or he never done boxing, okay? He is paying already $15,000 to go and support Conor McGregor in Vegas. He's going to go to Vegas. He's going to support Conor McGregor. And <clears throat> don't you ever talk bad about Conor McGregor because he will get he will get into a fight. Yeah. You know? You know, see that with the Korean population? Yeah, that is... I don't understand. That is crazy. <clears throat> I mean, you would think that Cuban people would at least come to Vegas to support Romero. I didn't... I was at the fight... I didn't see any Cuban people. <laughs> uh, trust me, man. Trust me. Uh, it's sad. But it's okay. Look, um, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I, uh, I love Woodica. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But they came. Uh, Australians came. There were a lot of Australians in that arena. There were a lot of exactly. them. Exactly. Hey, listen. There is a reason why, I, you know, I always represent Australia. Okay? I love Australia. First of all, they give me an opportunity to... Become a fighter, um, and you know they they actually still supporting me to today. You know, um, Australians support me, um, support me for my whole career. They support my event when I used to have it in uh, you know the city. And I love Australia, and I'm never gonna stop to love that country. You know, so you know it's uh, it's a blessing here, so a blessing to have a country that really has your back face. You know. I hope one day humans they change their mind and um, start to freaking uh, support um, their own athletes. You know. Do Do you think a lot of it is because um, the whole you know America and Cuba have been up arms for so long, or there's been such bad blood that what that, made... have, to do, what that have to do with what that have to do with you supporting your own kind? What that have to do with you supporting your own, your own guys? No, I I agree. I mean, I'm just saying it just. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You're right. It is. It's weird. It's it's it, strange. It has nothing to do with America. It has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with none of that. Simple. They're supposed, they're supposed to go up there and support. How many followers I have? How many Cuban followers I have? Zero. Okay? Yeah. You know, that's why I, 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 write, I write in English because I know that I don't have any Cuban or Spanish supporters. So... I don't care. I'm just writing in English, you know, for my for my Australian people and Americans because I don't know that I don't have any Cuban supporting me anyway. So, bad brother. Hmm. That's great. That's weird. You're right. You're and there's a, there's a Cuban boxer is supposed to be pretty good too. A heavyweight boxer from Cuba. You never hear about him. What's his name? There's a guy right now, a heavyweight boxer, it's like top five in the world. You hear nothing about him. Read the comments. Read the comments about Cuban You can see more comments, negative comments about the Cubans, their own people, again, you know, against their own boxes, against their own kind, than anywhere else. Trust me. Because I have, I have my own comments, and it all comes from Cubans. Hmm. The, ne- the negative ones, the bad ones, they all come from Cubans. And I'm a Cuban. That is crazy. I, you know what? I'm sorry you got to deal with that. I'm sorry you got to deal with that, but you know, look, you, but you do have a lot of fans. I'm sorry for Romero, to be honest, because I represent Australia. So I'm sorry for Romero that you know, he had no country there behind him. You know, I, I know for a fact that I have Australia behind me, you know, so I'm good with that. It does seem like the UFC was not really pushing Romero as much as they were pushing other guys. Uh, and which because is... at, the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's all about the numbers. At the end of the day, they know that Kivas don't, don't going to pay. They know the Cubans don't have to, you know, put the money out of the pocket and pay for for the guy. They know they don't have to pay, you know, to go fly all over, all over, and go and support the guy. So there's no point. You know, me and my girl are thinking about having our um, honeymoon in Cuba, but now based on this, I'm not going. I'm not going based on this conversation. So. Yeah, don't go. 
Nah, we we're gonna go Havana. You know, they, 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 you know, they need to change, man. They need to change. And I'm gonna be super loud. I'm gonna be start talking super loud about it till I start seeing like these fuckers they start to change. It. Are you worried a little bit about the brushback? Because when we post this uh, this this thing, it might, it might get a lot of people angry at you from Cuba. Are you worried at all about people getting mad at you? Okay, what about, what about a guy? A guy they rip off the flag, okay? What about a guy they rip off the flag and they do nothing about it? I haven't seen any comment yet. I haven't seen anybody saying anything yet. So they're gonna get they're gonna get mad at me because I'm telling the truth. They don't support us. Hmm. This is a joke, man. Yeah. This is a joke. It's just a totally joke, honestly. And I gotta be very strong. I gotta be. I gotta be very strong talking about it. You gotta be you know, strong. You gotta deal. You gotta deal with Anthony Smith on, on like December. That's that guy's a. That guy's hungry. He's hungry. He's looking for a knockout. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I mean, Me that, I mean that guy has nothing to lose. You know, he wants to beat you because he'll, he'll like go up in the rankings. Uh, were you surprised? Yeah. Were you surprised by the way when Tim Boach knocked out Hendricks? Um, I was, but, um, you know, um, I, I, you know, after, after my fight, with, um, uh, with, um, I, I want to get that rematch, man, because I know that, after, so, definitely after my fight with Anthony, I'm going to get that fight. With, with, I want to get that fight back. With Boach or Hendricks? Yeah, Boach. I, I mean, I, I know I beat, I, I beat Anthony too, but, you know, I, 120%, I beat, uh, Team Boach. There's no way that guy did me wrong. Yeah, that was a weird fight. That was a weird fight. That was a weird fight. Uh, this week, this week, Gunnar Nelson's fighting Santiago Ponzinibbio. Who do you think is going to win that fight? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I gotta go for, uh, for my boy. You know, you know, I, I can't go against my uh, my uh, my American team guy. So you want you? Would, how how does he look, Ponzinibbio? He looks good, you know. Yeah, um, flashy and he's got a uh, good um, movement. He's got a good boxing. Good, um, you know, he's been training hard for this fight, so I think he deserves the win, eh? By the way, I had uh, Colby Covington on the podcast last week, who said that he beat up Woodley in practice so bad that Woodley sent him home uh, from training. Uh, you train with both these guys. Who do you think wins that fight, Colby Covington or Tyron Woodley? I mean, Colby's tough, man. You know, all right, don't don't cut him out. I mean, Colby's tough. You know, he's hungry, and uh, he wants to get it. He wants to get up there, and you know, and uh, you know, he deserves it as well. You know, he works hard. I like Colby. You know. You think Woodley or Damian Maya wins? I gotta go for Woodley in that fight. You know, that fucking Damian Maya. Man, that guy really ran for me. So many times that I could have fight him, especially when I was in the ranking, he always said, "No, I know my this guy." But Maya, but Maya wanted no piece of you. Yeah, but you know, I'm definitely gonna go for Willie. I go, I went for Willie in that fight. I can't believe I can't. I never thought I would hear those those words come out of your mouth. Uh, and I'm going no, for you know. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, even even like whatever happens, you know, even like if I feel like this thing is gonna win the fight. If you feel that this thing, he will be able to win a fight. I say, I say how it is. I know, I know that it's um, attached, be attached to um, my feelings. You know what I mean? I, I cannot be attached to my feelings. I have to be attached to um, the reality. I have to be attached to the reality. And I feel my my reality. I feel that um, when it will win that fight. And and I feel that you know between. Robbie Whitaker, and 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 this thing, Robbie's gonna get the win. Robbie Whitaker's gonna get the win. That's my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, what now? The the winner fights GSP. Do you think GSP's gonna come back? Oh, GSP and who? Uh, fights the winner of Maya versus Woodley, according to Dana. Well, you know, well, you know, he will come back if he, if he, if he, uh, Demi Maya wins the fight. But if he, if he really wins the fight, you gotta stay home. Trust me, <laughs> my, my word. I, I think that DSP is a harder fight for Woodley than Maya is. No. Nah, no way, bro. 
Why is that? Like, what type of MMA are you watching? What type of MMA? Well, watching? I just, <laughs> I, I, I have got, a feeling you that you got a guy who, who he is super hard, and you know he can knock you out, and it's hard to take down. Meanwhile, the only thing that Demi Maya has is uh is uh BJJ, that his stand up sucks, and um he's getting uh, older. I'm here. I'm here with uh, my 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 physiotherapist. Yeah. They've been looking at me like, dude, when you gonna finish that interview? <laughs> so, do you want to finish it? Yeah, man, because, you know, my wife is here. You want to say hello? Yes. Uh, hey, Mrs. Lombard, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I see you in it's the pictures. You are my husband. Uh, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I see the pictures. You are a very beautiful lady. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, my brother. <laughs> he, he, he's a very beautiful, he's a very good-looking man, but I'm like, wow, uh, Hector did very well for himself. So, uh, you guys, oh, thank you. You're you're welcome. Um, so, uh, what's what's Hector like when uh, the cameras aren't around? Oh, he's a a character. I can tell you that. <laughs> There's never a dull moment. <laughs> is 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 he nice? Is he a gentleman? Is he uh, sweet? He's super nice. He, yeah, he could be a he could be a gentleman. You know, he, he he's like a a chameleon. He fits to the part for each for each play. You know. Right. He says he's like Donald Trump. I, I'm I'm hoping he's not like Donald Trump. But uh, so. Donald Trump. I mean, does now he seems like a kind of guy that like should have been born back in the caveman era. You know. Like, <laughs> That's true <laughs> that's true like he would have been a great viking you know uh but oh, absolutely funny i just said that the other day <laughs> so you're, you're absolutely right well i don't mean to cut you guys short but no worries no he's gonna do a physical therapy for... uh, uh i'm a big fan of both you guys and uh thanks for coming on the podcast yeah. all right come get some cryo whenever you want uh, thank you very much have a great weekend all right you too you think you can send me this interview yes absolutely Thank you, Thank you, man. Hello, Angela Magana. It's Adam Hunter. Oh, hey. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Do you want Do you want to do a podcast? Sure. When? Right now. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. What's up, people? Uh, it's Adam Hunter. I'm here with Angela Magana. <laughs> uh, how are you? What's going on? Where are you? You in Puerto Rico? Yeah, yeah. I'm here in Puerto Rico. Um, just actually just going to get ready to get in the shower and rinse off because I'm very hot, very hot and humid and sweaty here. Nice. Now, who do you, now, you live by yourself in Puerto Rico? With my daughter. With your daughter. Yeah. Nice. And how's that going? So you're a single mom raising her in Puerto Rico? Yeah, yeah, she's uh, um, she's good. We we had an interview. She got into the school that we wanted. Um, so she's switching high schools this year. Uh, she's very happy. She's at the the this the swimming pool that's right next to the ocean, oh, right here cool. in front of my house. That's pretty. Now, does she speak Spanish? Uh, she's learning. <laughs> Not as fast as I would like. Oh my god! Not as fast as I would like. Now, now, um, obviously, uh, you've been in the news uh, a lot since Cyborg punched you, um, uh-huh. uh, and you decided. Now, are you going to sue her? Are you not going to sue her? What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sue her. Um, I, like I, I've said in the past, I have, I do have medical bills that um, and I don't think I should be stuck with. So, um, she will definitely be having to to pay those back. So you uh, you just gonna sue her just for the just for the medical? Yeah, I don't think you can really sue for much else. Like I'm not gonna be like, uh, yeah, that's 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 all you can really sue for. Right. So I don't think you can sue for anything else. My, my, the lawyer, yeah, that's all you can sue for. All right. So it's gonna be what a couple thousand dollars if that, you know, it, it can't be that. Expensive. Yeah, nothing big. Not like I'm trying to get rich or anything. I I should pay for. Right, 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 right. I shouldn't right. have to pay for someone else's crime. Right, right, right. So she came up to you. You didn't know she was... Did, did you know she was going to come up to you? No, I had no idea because we were sitting on... The, I had seen her on Friday night. 
um, we were sitting on the bus, and she was literally like, the, uh, there's the aisle of the bus, and there's the seat next to you. She was sitting next to me the whole bus ride for like 30 minutes nearly. And she never said one thing. Never, it completely ignored me. And she, we got off the bus, and it seemed like she gathered her friends up. They got out their phones, and she said it to come up to me and um, start her rant and her rave about me not respecting her. Right. Not rave, but her rant <laughs> about, about right. me not respecting her. Um, I, I, and yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. It's like, why do you care if I respect you? Not like, <laughs> well, what does it matter if I respect you? Why do you care? I don't give a fuck who respects me, honestly, because I don't care what anybody's opinion is. Right. So she, so hit, she hit you with a right. You, you, you took it pretty well. I mean, was that the hardest you've ever been hit? Uh, I'm, I, I don't know if I could say that. It was just so different in that, in that moment because I wasn't ready for it. It's completely different than in the fight. Or, like, the thing is, I don't fucking fight in the street. I just don't do that. It's just not smart. Um, it's just something you, you, you don't do, especially as a professional fighter, you don't do that. So um, it was completely unexpected, honestly. I mean, even though we were in each other's faces, I just um, expect people not to behave that way. Like, Misha Tate... I saw her uh, in Australia after she called me out, saying she wants to fight me at 125. And after I've, I've made, I poked fun at her. Um, we were in Australia, and I was with with what's his name, Parampa, the, the 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 coach for ATT. And we were walking on the board uh, on a, like a boardwalk in Australia together, hanging out. And her and her uh, her and her girlfriend Brian walked up to me, and um, they had a conversation. I even smiled. She smiled back at me and she didn't, she mean, you know, like I've been around people who I've had Twitter base with before and nothing was ever started because we know that, you know, maybe that, 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 that that's part of the game is shit talking and that you can get in trouble if you fight outside the, the cage, outside the ring, outside the gym. Right. So uh, yeah, but cyborgs are different, a different animal. I mean, she's, she's, I mean, she's a beast. Rage, I mean, she's a, I mean, she's really like, I mean, Cyborg, you know. I, I, and the thing is that I think it's ridiculous about Cyborg is like this whole 145 division is completely screwed. Like the woman, like she should have done as Rhonda did. Rhonda took a bunch of three fights. She took them like back to back to back and not for the money that, that and, and for, for, for not what she should have been asking for. She took fights for lower money than she deserved. And she did it to build the division. She took one for the team to build the division, and she did an excellent job on it. And she, and she kept fighting and kept fighting, and 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 even through everything that she did, like all that, you know how how demanding Hollywood is and and all of that, and and to have a fighting career and to be a champion to maintain that and have all those fights, like Cyborg pulled out a fight saying that she couldn't fight, she couldn't make weight, she wasn't out of season. What is that like? The only freaking fighter I know that goes into seasons are ones who use steroids. Uh, so it's like she made up all these excuses while talking shit and saying she couldn't make 145. That's why she couldn't fight for the belt. And then trying to call Ronda out at 140. Just I, I don't know why. why but, you gotta, do but, you, but you do have but to respect like, what Cyborg's done in the sport and who she is and what she in, uh, and how how good of a fighter she is, right? She's done a juice to the gills every time. Who has she fought that's worth a shit in the last? Four years, honestly. She has fought nobody close to her weight. She has fought nobody, like, with her name. Now she's fighting fucking Tanya Evinger. Tanya Evinger can make 125. Anybody who fight can make 125 shouldn't fight somebody who can barely make 145. Seriously. Tanya Evinger's a great fighter at 135, at 125. Tanya Evinger is going to get her ass kicked. At 145. She can't even. I don't even think she's like that heavy. I don't know. I, I, I like Tanya, and I hope Tanya wins. But I love Tanya. She's a great fighter. But she's not ready to fight Cyborg at 145 fucking pounds. I'm sorry. That's not a fucking smart fight. Tanya took the money. I'm sure she took the fight for the money to get her foot in the door with the UFC. And, and they used that to their advantage. Like, and the other girl that was supposed to fight her, I don't think, I think that fight would have ruined her. I don't think she was ready to face the cyborg. I think she needed to get a couple more fights before facing the cyborg. Now, it seems like everybody in the world piled on you and they were talking all this shit about you. How have you dealt with that? How about, um, I didn't really pay attention to what they said. There's a few that I, that I, I, that I've, I've paid attention to. Um, but honestly, the voice, 
like, I know who I am and what I'm about. You've met me in person. And, and we all know that the internet is not even a real fucking place. So for people to like take it serious, like what they see on TV and what, what they see on the internet, um, just shows the lack of intelligence in those people who like Brendan Vera, who, who want to go off of what they see online. Right now. I know, I know that Tim Sylvia started with you. That was, that was pretty funny. You, you and Tim, <laughs> you and Tim. That was funny. Like that was funny. That was back. That was, that was just, comical to me like, yeah. like for me that was funny like, for, and then Ben Avera he hasn't made headlines since in how long since the UFC tried to hype him like he's my name just to make headlines to kick me out of a gym that he's not even a part of like, like, like people from the gym have addressed other people who have talked shit about me behind closed doors other teammates like why don't you say that to Angela's face but they don't even address Ben Avera he's not even in a group chat for the fight team like he's not even a part of Alliance it was like he just had to jump on the bat like and be the cool guy hey look at me I hate her too so Whatever. Well, doesn't he? He's not even around Elias. Isn't he the part part owner though? Yeah, yeah, but he's never there. He was never there. He he was never um he was never there in the past either. Uh, whenever I was even training there, we saw him barely. He, which is cool. Like he's in the later part of his career. He's fighting FC one, not as hard a competition. Um, you know, like smart man, smart businessman. But he wasn't, like, a big coach, a big part of the team. Like, I saw him a handful of times. And like I said, he's not even part of the, the fighters' group chat, like, from Alliance. And, and, like, he doesn't really have anything to do with the fighters anymore or, or anything really to do with Alliance besides probably get, get the percentage of the business. Are you still cool with, like, Rowdy? But he's, like, he was kind of a weird guy anyways. He was, he was odd. He was kind of scary. He was one of those guys that I saw, like, which I don't get intimate. I mean, man, but I was not like I, I'd need a friend next to me hanging out with that guy. I don't know. He was a fucking weirdo. Are you, st- are you are you still cool with with Rowdy Beck and uh, Angela Hill and everyone? Of course, I just messaged her right now. Actually, yeah. I just I you know what I actually messaged her. I messaged her about another fighter. I, mean, I don't even know if I can talk about this about who she's asking for. And I'm like, um, kind of <laughs> don't know if she should be asking for the fight she's asking for. Why? Uh, so we'll see. I'm waiting for. I I just don't think she's ready for it. I just hope she's ready for it because the girl is huge. I don't even know if she can make 125, you know? And, and I think that should fight a smaller 125 Now, when are you fighting again? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm not too sure. I was supposed to be doing it at the end of summer, but things got switched up a bit. Um, so hopefully soon. That's all I was trying to get for September. But maybe I can get a November card in Australia or before that. But you're definitely still in the we'll UFC. No, me and Beck are still great friends. Behind, like, you know, behind, like, that's the thing is what people don't realize is um, she, we're, we're friends. And what's online is completely, has nothing to do with our real life as far as our friendship goes or as far as anything goes. And the thing with Kat, apparently uh, Ray Elb all weekend was trying to get Kat to call her. And against people who, against advice, Kat decided to call. And he recorded the conversation and released it to the media. But she didn't even know that her, her shit was going to get out. So you and Kat are cool or no? No, she talked about your shit about me, saying that I was like making passive aggressive remarks about her, and and like all these weird accusations that I don't even like. I, 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 passive aggressive is not in my nature. Anybody who knows me or even follows me knows that I'm aggressive aggressive. If I don't like you, you're gonna know it. I'm not gonna make passive aggressive. I don't even. I can't even do passive aggressive. It's not in me. I, it's not. It's like. So she just like made up these things, I guess, to jump on the cool kid bus too. I'm not even sure why she was, but I can tell you this: she smoked all my weed all weekend. Bitch, want to smoke smoke all my weed and then talk shit about me? Cat smell like, your what? weed? <laughs> be cool. Hang out with me. Like be next to me. Be hang out in the room. Like I see I stored my weed in your room and I used your ID to go get the room key to go get it. And now you want to talk a bunch of shit about me? Like what? That doesn't make any sense. Obviously, she's jealous of me. Now, all of you, the Alliance people, I heard that. Somebody told me she's jealous because all the Alliance people love you so much. I don't know if that's true, but I would guess that might be true because the fact that she was nice to my face, cool to my face, and then talk shit. So was uh, that Kylan Curran. She smoked my weed, too. She wanted to hang out with me, too. And then she would like, give me a hug. She came up to me and was like, you want to fight me? I was like, of course I want to fight you. Uh, that's a fight game. We're in the fight booth. She laughed and I was funny. Hugged me, hung out with me, and then talked shit fucking the media later as all these people are so fucking fake they want to be so nice and cool and, and to my face but then want to blab later when they're not to my face like well, at least i fucking told cyborg how i felt to her face at least i'm the fucking same so did cat and kylie <laughs> you said that they smoked your weed like you gave them your weed or they just stole your weed 
No, we all were smoking it together. Right. Okay. So you you were smoking them out. Yeah. No, and I I, I had a but, and it was in the room, and you know, and it was stored in, in one of the rooms, in Kat's room. She just had it because we were in there. It ended up in there, and so I had to, I wanted to get it for this new guy. This dad dropped a freaking half pound of weed on the stage, or a quarter pound of weed on the stage for everybody, and they grabbed it, and lots of people were partaking. Ah, oh, got it. Snoop Dogg gave everyone a quarter pound of weed. That's hilarious. All right, so... He dropped it on the stage, and everybody was grabbing for it. Now, now, obviously, we've seen that your naked pictures, they got leaked, they got hacked. Um, I, I, and my, the ones of the bong, too. Me smoking, you think I'm using a bong. And the UFC people are like, why'd you do that? I'm like, I freaking put those out there. It was leaked. But right next to it, you can see it's got a Colorado thing. I'm a medical cannabis patient. And it's, and it's recreational in Colorado, so... Now, is anybody in Puerto Rico, do they make fun of your daughter and they're like, hey, I saw your, your mom naked on the internet or anything? No. And, 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 and no, she, and the thing is my daughter, I'm always naked around the house. I'm like, I love being naked. It doesn't, she doesn't bother. She had people messaging her, telling her how much of a whore she was and people like, like taking pictures, getting her pictures that they could find offline, like stalking her and then telling me that my daughter's a whore. Like, and she had people messaging her, some Christian people telling her like how sorry they were and sending her Bible verses. And she had, she had a lot of people try to hack into her stuff. Like, all kinds of crazy stuff for this, but my daughter—it's—it's it's a great example of of how dumb the masses are. You know, she she just laughs at them with me. Okay. She sees how much I rile them up, and she just gives me a high five and says, "Get him, mom." Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That, now, how are you making money? Uh, I have done, I have done really good sponsors, and I've got like after uh, the 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 custody battle. I I was asking him for a lot less, and they literally tri- I got triple I got quadruple what I used to ask him for. Uh, once they started going off the guidelines, um, like the the standard guidelines, I finally I got child support, and it literally quadrupled. And I've invested in some real estate. I have a property in the states, and I have invested in another uh, property here. And um, and the gym that was given to me that is a nonprofit. That's coming out of my pocket, actually. I, I, I in the pockets of the people individuals who have invested. But that's just as we. We, we get the cement we build, we get the cement we build, the roof's about to go on it. But um, I've just taken a little bit of money. I'm just really smart. I, I have really low expenses. But you know how much my apartment is here now? It's 250 a month for wow. the apartment and electric and water is invo- included. So when I build this gym, I'm going to build an apartment on top of it. And um, I'm also going to build another house on this other property I bought and it's tree. There's, I'm not going to have to pay for the property tax. I don't pay for the property. I pay... And I don't pay any utilities, so I'll have free living. Wow. Now, I'm just incredibly intelligent with my spending. Sounds like it. Now, who, who, are, you, now, who are you training with in Puerto Rico though, to get you ready for your next fight? Uh, Baron Jiu-Jitsu. Um, well, the thing is, I had them out here, like, begging me. To just, I just want to see your training camp out here and this and that. But the thing is, out here, MMA is not real big, so I would have to go one place for one discipline and, and another place for another, which is I'm building my own gym here, and I, I'm going to have a lot of people here. I had the number I have the number one boxing coach in all of Puerto Rico. Um, Miguel Cato, Ivan Jalisa Cato, that gym. Their head coach is the head coach for La Perla Boxing has been my head coach for the last year here. Um, so I have I've been piecing it together, but I will be announcing soon. I've had lots of people reach out to me and say, Hey, we know what like we appreciate you, what you do in the sport. you keep it fun and we'd love to have you at our gym. So I've had a lot of big name people asked me to be at their gym. So I'm thinking I might stay more here on the East Coast now that I'm here in, in, in um, Puerto Rico so that I can, you know, do like a week there and then just fly home for the weekend if I need to and then, and then do a week there. You know, here in the summer, I'm going to try it out hopefully soon when my daughter's out of school. I'm going to try out and, you know, see what I like, see what gyms I like here on the East Coast, the offers that I've been getting. Nice. And see what I, I like because it'll be a lot easier than San Diego, which takes me a whole day to get there on a whole day to get that's like 12 hours of flying from here some bullshit are you dating anyone two hours i don't talk about that kind of shit. oh, oh come um, on you talk about everything else uh, but we've no, seen your vagina no. on the internet but you won't talk about dating anyone come on what, what is this <laughs> no i'm not i don't i don't i don't i, I don't really like if i was dating somebody nobody would know to be honest but no so you and rowdy beck never hooked up Never once. Never got drunk in Mexico. I can and... never tell you about that. What? I can never speak about that. So you I have, can't talk about that. So you things. have hooked up with her. I cannot 
Confirm nor deny. Oh, come on. This is such bullshit. I cannot confirm nor deny. All right. Sorry, Adam. No how, worries. No worries. How about you? How have you been? I, I, I know nothing about you. I, I got married. I got stuff. married like three weeks ago. I'm Congratulations. Back. Did you guys go on a honeymoon or anything? Nah, we're going to go to Thailand in December. <gasps> Where? I think we're going to Phuket. Right? Or Phuket. Oh, Phuket. Phuket. Yeah, you're going to find a Bangkok and then go. I would spend a couple of days in Bangkok, then go to Phuket. You yes. get to find a big cock anyways. So we're going there um, in December. I met the woman of my dreams, which is great. And then just uh, doing comedy, pitching TV shows. I'm in Florida right now. I was in Vegas last week going to uh, Phoenix. Just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the traveling comedian, but I'm trying to sell TV shows. But it's, go it's good. We got three cats and a dog, and I met a great girl. Congratulations. So is she, but she, she can handle your lifestyle of moving, and she's not jealous of uh, like, she's not jealous. Sometimes she's just like, when are you coming home? You know, like she gets lonely. Oh, and yeah, because she misses you. That's, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's, good you can't miss somebody who's always there. It's good to be able to miss them. That's true. That's the hardest part is, uh, you know, she's cool. Like when I'm home, she's cool with me going away. But then when I'm away, she's like, I, I get a lot of I miss you's. Like, and, then I'm like, and then I feel bad. And then she gets stuck with the animal. But she knew that's how it was. But she knew that's how much she got with you. So she, she, she can be miss you, but she can't really get upset about it and try to change it. It's right. probably, you know, it's like you get more successful, it's going to become more and more. So she's got to be able to support you. Yeah. So that's the only, it's that's, hard. that's really the it's only hard thing life. we have. But, but we have, uh, we have, we have great sex. She's way hornier than I am. So that's good. Good. So yeah. That's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. You need that. You need that. Which is good. Good for you. Good. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 I owe it all to you. Because if, if it wasn't for girls like you, I, ah. I, I wouldn't want to settle down. So, um. <laughs> you are very welcome. Like I've said this before. I'm not the, the, the woman your mom told you about. Her imagination's not that good. So. See, I, see, I think you're misunderstood. I honestly do. I think you're a, you're a nice person and, and, and you got a good heart. I just think that you like to fuck around too much on the internet. Um, and, and <laughs> just the thing is, is it's too much fun and it's too easy. Like I literally, like, come on, I'm the hottest girl in the UFC roster. <laughs> like you guys really don't think I'm not sitting here laughing because I'm fucking writing this shit? Of course. Like, come on, and people really take me serious. Like they really believe that I really think I'm the hottest chick on the UFC roster. You may like, have the best on. butt. You may have the best butt. You may have the best butt. No, yeah, I have the best. I'm going for best body for my next my next play-in. I'm going to go for the best body in the UFC. Right, well, you may have to get I'll implants for that. You may, you may have to get implants. You you don't have implants, right? Those are those are real. No. I'm I'm I want to get. <laughs> you want to get? I implants? don't know. I no, have nothing keep them, to wear. Keep them natural. Keep them natural. You don't need them. Okay. You know, I, I, I have little. I mean, if your if your ex husband's paying three times child support. And all of a sudden, you got these big fake titties. He's not going to be happy. Uh, oh, I've got, I would, I would, that, that would be motivate me. I'd be like, I would take a picture, and I would put them all push up while I could and say, thank you. And I got 35000 in back child support, too. Don't let me forget to mention that, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> all because he found me on TV, and by the way, he could fight this floor. He's such an idiot. God, yeah, he's no, such an idiot. You're definitely the poster girl for pulling out. Um, so... <laughs> Hey, but the thing is, I never asked for any of this. He saw me on TV on top and started it all. Oh, that's true. I was cool. I stayed in the same town because I felt like the best thing for my daughter was to have mommy and daddy there. When I had offers around the whole world to move. So I stayed and I sacrificed for 12 years and stayed there and thought that, that because it was the best for my daughter and, and was cool. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to pay. You can pay whatever you want. I was totally cool. Never did a thing. He's going to start the court battle and Boxed himself royally, four times as much, and thirty-five thousand dollars in back child support. And all I did was defend myself. I never started this fight. So you be very careful. <laughs> Let that be a testament because, like, I was cool, but most bitches are not that cool. And and then you can also just don't get greedy either. <laughs> so fuck yourself. Well, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Uh, and totally. you know, you're right. You're right. The guy, the guy came to you and look. You know, he picked the fight and lost. So you know. Yep. So, you shouldn't even done it, you know. It was all good before, but now have you thought about he saw the have, UFC, have, have, he saw the top, and he thought he honestly thought he was going to pay less child support because he thought I was making like hundreds and thousands of dollars. He thought that's why he started it, I believe. That was his motivation, honestly. And now, he was have jealous. Have you thought about dropping TV. the cyborg case? Because if like you do drop it, 
Like, I mean, how much really was it? I mean, how much that, did she did she knock out a tooth? It was it was a busted lip, right? No, she didn't knock out a tooth. But actually, I'm, I'm I I can't talk about the injuries or anything. Like my lawyer told me not to talk about right any of the injury, any details about that part. So I apologize, Adam. I I hear you. Have you thought about challenging her to a a, a grappling match at a catch weight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even give a fuck about the weight class. Well, maybe I should. I'll make her weight weight one forty. Right. I can't even fucking make 140 anymore. I, I can make 140. I have, I've gotten real skinny lately for some reason. Hmm. Well, uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. I could probably make 140. Well, listen, Magania. What? I said cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hey, uh, wait. The thing is, did you... Wait, wait. I have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did just drink a bunch of coffee. But, um, hey. So what... I don't understand. You just called me out of the blue. Yeah, basically what happened was Hector Lombard hit me up and he's like, I want to do a podcast. I want to talk about Cubans not supporting Cubans. So I said, okay, but I'm on the road. I'm in Florida, so I can't have, I have nobody in studio. So then I, I, we did a podcast, but it was only 25 minutes because he had to go to physical therapy and I don't want to release a 25 minute podcast. So I was like, all right, you know what I'll do? Oh. I'm like, uh, I'll just get other fighters. So I call Phil Baroni and Stefan Bonner, which they were together training but then Bonner hung up once he found out he was on a podcast. So I'm like, I gotta fill in. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta, I gotta fill in the rest of this hour. So I'm like, oh, I'll call Magania, see how she's doing. So uh, that, that yeah, you're lucky you caught me, and it said private number. I mean, you should have asked those, but I've been having a lot of like having to deal with a lot of shit lately that I don't even normally deal with. So I've been answering odd numbers, which I never really. I, I usually don't even answer my freaking phone. Mm-hmm. I'm never around it. I don't turn it on. It's, it's for my convenience. But you just happen to catch me. With it in my hand, I was meant to be. Well, thank you for being on the on the show. Uh, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a friend. I don't care what anybody else says. I think you're misunderstood. Oh, I know. I, I I just try to judge people on personal experience. And personally, you've been nothing but a sweetheart to me. So that's uh, yeah. And the most people should go off of personal experience. If you make an emotional investment in somebody you've never even met in your life, shows the amount of intelligence that you have. Right. <laughs> that's very so, so true. the masses are asses. Uh, I like that. The masses are asses. That's great. I like that. Uh, well, yeah. well, good luck. Can't wait to see you back in the octagon fighting. Uh, you versus Kylan Kern would be a, a really fun fight. I like that. Fight. I'm. I'm. Re- hey, did she? Did she fight? Oh no, she fights soon, right? I don't know. Does she? I think she fights soon. But, uh, I don't know. But that- I think if she would have fought, I probably would have known. But yeah, hopefully she doesn't lose her fight, so we can we can um, fight. Because <laughs> I think if she loses, maybe she'll get cut. I don't know. Yeah, we'll it may happen. That might happen. Well, cool. Well, have a good have a good weekend, and uh, thanks, Maganya. Thanks. You're welcome. Have fun. Bye. Hello. Hello, is Don Fry there? No, he doesn't have this telephone number anymore for more than a year. Okay, are you a, are you a fan of his?